Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. I'm Robbie. And I'm Sammy. We're starting a new podcast. This is Leonora Shelfo, and you're listening to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast, presented by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. Yes, so if you like horror movies, scary movies. We are both big horror fans. Mm-hmm. Check it out on all platforms wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Go to limitlessbroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. Yep. Sammy, it's the first week of September. Yes, and we have such a fun month coming up. I'm so excited for this month. Yeah. Well, who are we who are we talking about? To Well, it's... Our special look into Julie Andrews because when is her birthday? Her birthday is actually October 1st, but we will be in our Hocus Pocus Halloween Halloween, month. So this is a lead in to her birthday. Yes, this is leading up to her birthday. She's going to be, I probably should have figured this out beforehand. Oh, how old Um, she is? 2022 minus 1935. Mm -hmm. She will be 87. Oh, look at you, Julie Andrews. She does not look that old. No, no, she does not. And she's not allowed to age anymore. She's Mm -hmm. not allowed to go anywhere. She must always be here. I agree. Yep. This is it. Yep. Thank you, Julie. (laughs) Thank you, Julie. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Pixie Dusters, what we're going to do this month is we, of course, because, you know, we love looking at the history of our actors and our people that we talk about. 
Mm-hmm. So today we're going to look at the background of Julie Andrews. She has an amazing background, has been doing this for a long, long time. For sure. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the month, we're going to look at the movies that she has been in that are Disney. Mm-hmm. We're not going to look at her other stuff. So we're going to look yeah. at Mary Poppins. Of course, mm-hmm. we are going to pull in the second Mary Poppins because we cannot not talk about Mary Poppins too mm-hmm. and, and how it correlates with the first one. Right. And then we're going to talk about the Princess Diaries movies, which I absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. Anna Hathaway is amazing mm-hmm. with Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews is just she is our queen like mm-hmm. she could rule the world I would be okay with that <laughs> yeah she's the Disney queen for sure yes then, yeah yeah definitely and then the last week of the month we're we're only doing three weeks of Julie Andrews because the last week of the month is or one of the weeks of this month it might even be in the middle I gotta recheck my schedule but mm-hmm. d23 yes. is happening this month and we want to make sure that we have a podcast episode out right after that mm-hmm. so It'll be at some point this month. I probably should look at that. I don't remember. Have you looked at it? I, I don't remember. I was literally looking at the schedule. Me? No, that's a lie. I was looking at next year's schedule. No, nope, I have no idea. Mm-mm. Maybe that's what we should do in between episodes today. <laughs> yeah, we have some time today that we can we actually do. maybe get our lives together. So. Yeah. yeah. Lives together? What's that? I don't know much about that, especially the last couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, know. very much so. Oh, goodness. Okay, well, let's just jump on in. Yeah, for sure. So Julie Andrews in in full, because she does have a royal title, well, royal, what's the word I'm looking for? Royal appointed title. Yes. Mm -hmm. She is Dame Julie Andrews, but her original name, and I did not know this part, Mm -hmm. is actually Julia. I did not know her first name was actually Julia. Interesting. So Julia Elizabeth Wells was her mm-hmm. mate, like her born name. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I wonder if there was like another Julia that was really popular. Yeah. Most of the time that's why, yeah, they decide yeah. to, to change mm-hmm. up the names or make it more interesting is usually there's someone else out there with similar names. So it makes sense. Yep. And like we said, she was born October 1st in 1935. So she's turning 87 next month. Mm-hmm. She was born Walton on Times, which I think is like a town on the Times River in Surrey, England. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. We don't live in England, so we yeah. have no clue. I'm sure what it's that, that way when they come here, but yeah, whenever I see places in England, I'm like, yeah. I don't get it. Okay. So for our for our English British listeners, because I know yes. we do have some, mm-hmm. if you want to correct us, please do so so we know what we're talking about. Yeah, because we are not familiar. <laughs> We are not. Someday, hopefully, we can come visit you, but it's Mm -hmm. it's not today. Mm -hmm. But she is an English motion picture stage and musical star noted for her crystalline four-octave voice and her charm and skill as an actress. Now, I also want to preface all the information I'm giving you is from Britannica Online and IMBD. This Mm -hmm. is not, I don't know this information. This is Mm-hmm. Those are my resources. Yeah, as, English, as usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as an English writer or as an English major, I feel like I have to cite my sources or I mm-hmm. feel like I'm plagiarizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just know whenever we have facts, 99% of the time we got that from someplace. Yeah. <laughs> On the internet. Very much so. Mm-hmm. But I like how they, I love that crystalline four octave I voice. It. I did not realize she had a four octave voice. Yeah, that was um, one of her big things and why she 
mm-hmm. shot up the way she did because that was part of it. I feel like you and I were what's what I'm looking for. We we didn't get the chance to hear it. Like we were, yeah. What's the the concept when you don't get to do something? I'm like, like we missed out. It was stolen from us. I stolen, feel like okay. we were yeah. robbed. 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 That's what yeah, I was looking for. I'm like, what am I looking for? I'm right like now? thinking in my head, like, what's a cinnamon synonym? <laughs> I, I felt like we were robbed because mm-hmm. of what happened later on. And we'll talk about what happened later on. Yeah. Like, I never got to hear that octave voice, mm-hmm. except for like, I mean, we heard it in our movies. She didn't do Still. more octaves than Mary Poppins. No. Maybe mm-hmm. in Sound of Music. I'd have to listen to it again. I don't know the last time I watched that. <laughs> I think high school, honestly, that we legit watch it in class. might be, that's my last real memory of seeing that movie was mm-hmm. sitting in a class in high school. So, yep. But apparently at the age of seven, she could sing notes only dogs could hear. That's insane. I don't know many people who can do that. Really and truly no. Like at no. all. Mm-mm. Yeah crazy and three years later by the age of 10 she started singing with her pianist mother and singer stepfather um, whose last name she actually legally adopted so wells i believe is her no i'm sorry andrews mm-hmm. i believe is her stepfather's name and i think i have that in the notes somewhere okay cool but they started she started singing in music hall acts so started at 10 so she's been doing this for 70 for or 77 years yeah yeah mm-hmm. she demonstrated a remarkable powerful voice with perfect pitch and she made her solo debut in 1947 singing an op operatic era in starlight roof which was a london hippodrome stage at london hippodrome i've never heard of hippodrome that must Apparently be a, a place theater. in london yeah <laughs> theater yeah. of some sort so she made her Broadway debut in 54 in the American production of The Boyfriend. And it's it's a British musical spoof. <laughs> and it's not like oh. boyfriend one word. It's the boy, boy space friend. Don't know what that's about. Mm-hmm. That That's funny. And then two years later in 56, she created the role of the Cockney flower girl, Eliza Doolittle, in My Fair Lady, and her performance was universally acclaimed, and the production became one of the biggest hits in Broadway history, as well as a huge success. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was her probably big like breakout. Breakout. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Sammy is my brain today. I don't know. This hasn't been going well. I think I've gotten one out of three so far. <laughs> we shall see how the rest of this episode goes. Usually- does better i think we're just both tired it's it is fine. very early <laughs> yes and it's been a very long couple of weeks so it, yeah, it has okay. for both of us mm-hmm. so just a year later in 57 during the show's run andrews actually appeared on american television in a musical version of cinderella by written by rogers and hammerstein which for us mm-hmm. we think of rogers and hammerstein we think of brandy yep i didn't know that she did cinderella mm-hmm for this so I wonder if there's a way we can find it for real and especially it should be somewhere and especially since you said it was written for her I'm just like what did not know that's very cool very very cool I know she wasn't around when Cinderella was right when was Cinderella published we should remember this the movie came out in In the 40s 50s 
Hold on. Okay. So Snow White was like the 30s, right? So yes. that would make some maybe the 40s, late 40s. We really should know this, but unfortunately, Cinderella. since Cinderella is our one of our one least, of our least, right? <laughs> that is not a number I keep in my head. 50, 1950. <sighs> so she so Andrews hadn't broken out yet at that point so part of me is like well was she the inspiration for cinderella but no disney didn't even know about her yet mm, no yeah true but honestly like that's so cool that they thought of mm-hmm. andrews as like cinderella i'm like yes oh, i can see i it. like that i like cinderella a little bit more now <laughs> if only for her <laughs> yeah if only for well, her to be fair i like the brandy version too I do like I do and I do like the new live action one that one was really good Lily James was pretty amazing it's really just the cartoon it's really just when we when we're really nailing this down yeah it's the cartoon all the rest of them I've liked all the live actions Mm -hmm. and most of the like the weird modernized ones like I like the Hillary Duff one Mm -hmm. I don't know about the others I don't know to be honest there's been so many exactly I have no Early, not seen them all or remember the difference between a lot of them. Uh, I have. The same thing. I've seen them all and they're but it's okay. the same over and over. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. They kind of switch it up after the. No, they do different things. So it's like the same concept, but mm-hmm. the way they get there is actually kind of different. So you know like what? One fair. is a dancer. Selena mm-hmm. Gomez is, she's a dancer. Mm-hmm. Lucy Hale is a singer. Yeah, and I didn't watch those, so I probably shouldn't comment on it. You're right. The fourth one is a repeat. It's another singer. And that okay. was Murano or from Allian, the Moon Kid. That TV show. I don't know. It's a Disney TV show. Yeah. I should know what it is because I have watched all these shows, but I can't think Yeah, of I got to like show. Hillary Duff and then bloop. <laughs> Well, that's because there's Chad Michael Murray, and we're like, I do love some Chad Michael Murray. Although, do you know how much older he was than her in that movie? Oh, much, much it's older. Very cre- now it kind of bothers me, like when I'm like, oh, that's she's creepy. our age, and yeah. he's like almost ten years older. Than us. Yeah, and she's like a legit teenager, and he is yeah. a grown man. Oh, and- they only kiss once, or but but still, yeah, once. I don't know. Now it just is like, oh, I can't unsee it and just know it in my head. Well, like there was even, they were supposed to kiss more. I know we're so off topic, but they were supposed to kiss more. I watched the commentary with Hillary. So they were supposed to kiss during the masquerade dance scene. Uh And he goes, you know, that moment where he goes to kiss her and she pulls Mm -hmm. back. That was not planned. She just Mm -hmm. didn't want to kiss Chad. (laughs) Mom. He's a, yeah. I mean, he's, he's attractive, but again, he's a full grown man. And she's just like, bro, where's Aaron Carter? Not that time. I think that was yeah, her but he didn't. Um, That's so terrible. Well. I'm sorry, Hillary he didn't Duff. Age well. I'm sorry you did that, but thank goodness that you did not stick it out. So yeah, I can't <sighs> say much. I had a crush on Aaron Carter when he was around. There's there's a difference between 14, 15 year old Aaron Carter and and Aaron now. Carter nowadays. Well, same with like. I mean, think of all of our. We're so off topic, but think of all know, of our like, like, <laughs> boy crushes. Like I had a crush on Aaron. I had a crush on Nick. His mm-hmm. brother, neither mm-hmm. of them aged well. Yeah, they were not the the picks. Hartnett aged well. Yeah, he still looks, still looks good. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. <laughs> well, okay, we need to. That'll be for it's a TikTok. Funny. We went from TikTok we went later. From we went from Cinderella to our book. We need to do. We'll do a TikTok later where we rate 
superficially <laughs> how good they look nowadays. Yes, we really should. Oh boy. Anyways, so sorry, which Julie. I figured out why our TikTok was having issues. Like, if you look, I have over 400 views on our last TikTok video. I hate TikTok. Well, there's these bots that follow you, and they mm-hmm. the algorithm will stop you from seeing them. So I found them in our list and our followers, and I deleted them, and then uh... I posted that, and then our views just went shot up. You know what? That makes sense because there's that one video, and it keeps sending me notifications, and it's like you have 99 plus likes but the likes don't really change on it so i'm like they must be bots that are getting deleted and just re-liking the same video and then i started getting annoyed with that yep stupid social media yeah i i deleted our bots so we have no more bots right now as of in the moment of our followers okay i was scared like i started doing the bots on my personal one i'm like no i just hit a thousand don't make me go under i didn't i'm Mm. still i can finally do a live yeah right you finally hit the number I finally hit the number. Now we need to get pixie dust at that number. So that way we can like go live together. Oh, yes. That yeah. Fun. That's our goal. So pixie dusters, if you're TikTokers and you haven't followed us TikTok, please go do. follow us. We're stupid. It's We're great. like halfway there. We do silly things, please. We do. Yes. Star Wars summer's over. We're going to have other content now. There's still some Star Wars ones coming because I, there are some that I need to Report that I have not had time to do. I haven't even recorded them. I have not had time oh, to do okay. it because my life has been in shambles. So that is my goal this weekend is to get caught up. So there will be like a little burst of Star Wars way before this episode is out. But yes, yeah. But in in August, which should have been kind of the main Star Wars content. Yes, will be it will be done way. by the end of August. Yeah, there'll be little things here and there. Yeah, we'll be back. I love Star Wars. Yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, let's see here. In 60, we're going to go back to Julie Andrews. Back to the top. Sorry about that. In 1960, she had another hit in a role developed especially for her. Wow. And that was Queen Guinevere in Camelot. Look at her. I know. She went from like the coy princess to the betrayer. I like it though. I do too. Get a variety of roles out there. It's a good move. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm Uh, and then although Andrews lost the part of Eliza in the film version, so she only did the stage version. She right. did not do the film version of My Fair Lady, which is mm-hmm. kind of sad. She wasn't a big enough name is what I remember reading. So that's yeah. why she lost out. Yeah. So she lost out to Hepburn. Yeah. Yeah. But after seeing her performance in Camelot, dun, 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 dun. Look, it came Walt Disney mm-hmm. went backstage and offered Andrews the title role of who else but our magical mm-hmm. proper right. English nanny. Of and course. I could see him doing that too. Oh. Just see Walt Disney's like, I need sure. to talk to that actress. <laughs> I need to I need to go mm-hmm. right now. Which we can talk about. I want to talk about this a little bit at the end, but Bob Iger, I got to hear Bob Iger speak. It would have been in August. Mm-hmm. And he reminds me, his spirit reminds me of Walt Disney spirit. And I think that's why really? we like him so much. I think that's why I'm like, oh like my him. gosh, mm-hmm. I now know why I miss him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just yeah, may not agree with everything he did, but I think overall his vision and goals and whatnot, well, like, how he did it, mm-hmm. how he like acquired things. I'm like, and success. Mm-hmm. but anyways, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bob Iger. We miss you. Come back. Mm -hmm. If only. 
So the the picture became one of Disney's, of course, biggest money makers. We all know this. And mm-hmm. Andrews won both a Grammy and an Academy Award for that performance. And the wholesome role and image, however, would actually prove difficult for Andrews to shed. Like mm-hmm. even to this day, mm-hmm. she is Mary Poppins to us. Yes, really and truly. 70 years later, eight mm-hmm. or 60 years later. Mm-hmm. Yep. So according to Andrews, Walt actually originally approached her to read the part of Mary Poppins, of course, after the performance, like Mm -hmm. we just said, and uh, she told Disney, she's like, I can't take the part. I'm pregnant, like pregnant, pregnant. He's like, okay, that's fine. I'll wait. (laughs) I want you. I want, I'll wait. That's cool. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Uh, Walt. So Walt's like, Walt knew what he wanted and I'm Mm -hmm. glad he got it. So after Mary Poppins, so, okay, sometimes I get these two confused because sometimes I thought Sound of Music came before Poppins, but it is not. Poppins became before Sound of Music. I could not have told you that. So, okay. I, for some reason, thought Sound of Music was the reason why Walt wanted her. I did not know about Camelot. So Mm -hmm. that was news to me. So anyways, she portrayed, of course, the governess and aspiring nun Maria. Mm-hmm. In the Sound of Music, one of the top grossing films of all time. Right. And it earned her another Academy Award nomination. She didn't win that year. And it also reinforced her sweet, goody good image that she's been trying to shed. She wanted to shed. That is true. Yeah. It didn't help. Mm-hmm. So she attempted to shed it by changing her image with a dramatic non musical roles in films such as The Americanization of Emily. Alfred Hitchcock's Torn Curtain, but these were overshadowed by her musicals, mm-hmm. whose success made her one of the biggest stars in the decade. Yeah, people are going to remember you for what your biggest role was, and not Alfred Hitchcock. I didn't know she was in those. I knew she was in the dramatization uh, or the Americanization of Emily mm-hmm. because I watched an interview of her talking about. Some of her other work, mm-hmm. and when she was talking about her other work, I'm like, "That's not the Mary. That's that's not the Julie Andrews I know. Like that's this is different. very, very big difference." And I'm like, "Okay, it makes sense. You probably you were young. You probably didn't want to just yeah, you be shouldn't a wholesome person. You probably mm-hmm. wanted to have some a little bit of sexuality into your yeah, branch out. Mm-hmm. So I get it. So by the late 60s, traditional film musicals were declining in popularity Mm -hmm. and Andrews starred in two actual expensive musical flops that I've never heard of. One is Star from 68 and Darling Lily in 70. Darling Lily was actually produced, directed and co-written by Blake Edwards, who she ended up marrying in 1970 and was considered to be many and was considered by many to be a husband. Like Blake was a husband. He should have been Blake. Stuff. So, let's see here. She proved herself as a versatile actress, adapted both comedy and drama, and she received an Academy nomination for her performance as a woman impersonating a male female impersonator in Edwards Victor Victoria. Say that five times fast. <laughs> I think that made my brain a, hurt. <laughs> a woman. She's impersonating. She's a woman impersonating a male, but the male is a female impersonator. Uh-huh. So isn't she just being a female? I don't know. She it sounds like a male impersonator. I don't it know. It makes my brain hurt. It, it does. It makes my brain hurt as well. 
let's see here. She was also widely praised for her portrayal of a violinist struggling with multiple sclerosis in duet for one. Oh, okay. So that had to really branch her out. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it though, but interesting. Yeah. Now what's interesting is you really don't, there was really no other notable moments for her between 86 when that came out to 97 when mm-hmm. we were robbed mm-hmm. so in 1997 there was no real information when I was looking on why she had to get throat surgery mm-hmm. but more than likely I mean she's been singing since she was seven she has a four octave range she's probably just I mean she could sing notes that only dogs could hear she Mm -hmm. probably like something probably went wrong as she got older so she undergone throat surgery in June of 97 and it went horribly Mm -hmm. wrong yeah it's a big deal I remember it was not because of like it wasn't repairable it was a malpractice issue Mm-hmm. with the surgery which mm-hmm. I mean you would think whatever hospital had this they would want the absolute best doctors mm-hmm. taking care of this because she is literally the icon of not just Britain not just mm-hmm. America but the world mm-hmm. yeah. this is Mary Poppins people mm-hmm And it it didn't go well. So in November of 98, her husband actually reported that she would probably never sing again because Mm -hmm. of the throat surgery. And that, I mean, there was, there's, if I would actually watch like a documentary of her or read her book, it probably would talk more about like the, if she was going, if she went through depression, if she went through what she she did through all of that. Yeah, she probably did. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to say it unless I know for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that could not have been easy because i don't think we saw her in anything again until princess diaries mm-hmm. yeah and if we makes did sense. see her in anything else it probably wasn't like big it probably mm-hmm. was like a small role yeah thankfully though in september oh my gosh i just realized what day that is september 7th is the day before my grandma passed my grandma passed september 8th of 20 of 2000 oh wow that's random mm-hmm. okay in 2000, September 7th of 2000, her male practice suit, because they she did go after him. It was Mount Sinai Hospital in New York. And it was two doctors. It wasn't just one. It was two. It was settled. Like, it was settled, and she won, and there was mm-hmm. an undisclosed sum. Like, we have no clue how much it was. If it was today, we probably know because people just find these things out. But 2000, we right. didn't have the, those resources yet. So it was an undisclosed sum. I'm I'm assuming in the millions. Yeah, I would I'm assuming assume. in the millions, mm-hmm. maybe even. Yeah, it had to be millions because mm-hmm. it literally ruined her career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could see that. But that did not stop her. Thank goodness. Like mm-hmm. we we still have so much of Julie Andrews, even up to today, even though she's turning 87, you still mm-hmm. see her. Her later films, of course, includes the family con- comedies of the Princess Diaries and Princess mm-hmm. Diaries 2 Royal Engagement. My favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, she narrated the fantasy Enchanted mm-hmm. in 2007, mm-hmm. and she provided the voice of the queen in several of the Shrek films. It's so funny. Did not know that, but I'm not a Shrek person. In addition, I didn't know this either. In addition, Andrews has voiced characters in Despicable Me, Despicable Me 3, and Aquaman. Nope, did not know that. 
I want to know what character she voiced in Aquaman. I have only seen Aquaman once. I have no idea. I have no idea whose voice she uh, portrayed. Mm-hmm. So that'd be interesting. She did in 2011 win a Grammy Award for Julie Andrews' collections of poems, songs, and lullabies, a spoken word album mm-hmm. for children. And she was honored with a special Grammy for a lifetime achievement. Which she should. Duh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fitting. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And she actually, I didn't, I couldn't find what it was called, but there, I believe there's a Netflix series. Yeah, Bridgerton. Her... Mm, was maybe that's not where you're going with it. That she narrates. She narrates Bridgerton. I believe that's her, isn't it? I gotta look now. Let me look, not just please. say. Let me not just say crap and you, then be wrong. You but look I thought that it was up her. while I say my other bit. Yeah, um, that she I... and her daughter wrote uh-huh. children's books together, and she actually has like a mini children's TV show or series. That's so cute. I can't remember if it's on Netflix or something. I don't know if it's oh, like yeah. an occurring thing. I just know she did a couple. Of, I know there was like a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what? What was is she so the yes. narrator Bridgerton? Yes, she's both. both well, lady, lady whistled down. But she only narrates. She doesn't appear in the series. But yes, I was right. She's the the narrator. Because I was just like when I heard her voice, I was like, "What? It's Julie Andrews." Now I gotta watch it again. Bridgerton is very much not a Disney. No, <laughs> not appropriate for no. this particular podcast at all. Just I'm if you're assuming 18, most of you've heard of it, but yeah. just FYI, for a child listening, no, <laughs> I would not let a child watch i wouldn't let my teenager watch it the second is not as bad but the first one i have not watched the second season yet because i couldn't get past the first the second one doesn't have nearly as much of that oh that's good yeah even with it being focused on her brother her brother's mm, words i can't say on this podcast Mm, no (laughs) it's very surprising yeah the first one was much more like maybe i'll look into it Maybe I'll try to finish the first season. <laughs> I'm like two episodes away. From, like you I got well to their honeymoon yeah. and I stopped in the middle of their honeymoon. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Anywho. But that's cool. I didn't know she was yeah. Lady Whistledown. Yep. Or at least the voice of Lady Whistledown. The lady. Yeah, kind of reminds me of, I feel like, do you, is it me or is that show like, not a ripoff, but like a, a British, what time period is that? Is it the 18 or is it earlier? Well, I, no, like, you know how every time period has like a name. I can't remember the name of the Oh, name. yeah, I don't know. But that time period's like Gossip Girl. Like, it's mm-hmm. literally that period's Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of I how they do it in everything. And I don't know when the books came out in relation to all of the Gossip Girl stuff either. So that'd be interesting to maybe it see which one influenced the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho, getting off of that, she was one of the first women to be named a Disney legend Mm -hmm. and inducted into the Disney Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. She was in the 1991 class with animator Mary Blair. Yep, she was. She should have been the first, not one of, she should have been the first. Well, is there any other like Disney names? Actress wise, actress wise, actress wise, she should have been the first. Well, the my- problem is you you have you know like the original princesses i know they're not the live actors but the voice oh, actors like the voices that's true which i could see you know snow white and, yeah. and the original cinderella yeah i could yeah see that. I but i prefer julie andrews i do too 
She is also one of the four actresses to win the Best Actress Oscar for their first ever film debut. Mm, and that was Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The others are Shirley Booth, Barbara Streisand, and Marley Matlin. I only know Barbara Streisand. Streisand. Shirley Booth. Never. Yeah. If that's a temple, I would have known it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. She's also one of the 15 act- actresses who have won both the best a- Academy Act. Oh my gosh. So Start many. again. <laughs> Alliteration. One of the 15 actresses who have won both the best actress Academy award and best actress in a comedy musical golden globe for the same performance again oh. for okay. Mary Poppins. Makes sense though. That was a very popular movie. And it's very good in a classic. Yes. Now, I did come across a list of what she was up for or what she turned down. Mm-hmm. And I thought some of them were interesting. So we're going to go through a couple of these. So she was considered for Emma Fairfax in the 67 version of Dr. Doolittle. Mm-hmm. She turned down the role of Elizabeth in Paint Your Wagon, which I believe was a Western, I think. I've heard of it. Yeah, I'm not sure. She turned down the role for Catherine in Lost Horizon. I don't know that movie, but apparently mm-hmm. it was popular. She was considered for the voice of Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast in 91. Oh, I could I mean, see I that. Love, yeah, I love Mrs. Potts, which is Angela Lansbury. Yeah, she's great. Yes, she's fantastic. But to think of like Julie Andrews voicing Pop, Mrs. Potts, I'm like, it. I could hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could definitely have seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She turned down the role for Dolly in, Dolly Levi in Hello, Dolly. She was considered to start opposite Richard Burton in Goodbye, Mr. Chips. I don't know that one. Mm-mm. I didn't know this. She turned down the role of Truly in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I would have <laughs> loved her in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I wonder why she turned it down. She also turned down the role of Miss Price in Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Maybe this was when she still was like trying to break away from like more of the family Disney, you know, like vibe, maybe. maybe. Or maybe she was being a mom. I don't know. Oh, true. Because you did say she obviously pregnant with yeah. Mary Poppins. So, yeah. Yeah. And then she was considered for Nancy and Oliver. I don't know Oliver. It's from 68. Yeah. yeah. And then there was also like a section that I found of like some of her quotes. There was 22 Aww. quotes and I went through them and I only chose the ones that I thought were like relevant or what I liked. Okay, cool. So, well, here we go. <laughs> very first one that came up on the list. I don't want to be thought of as wholesome. Okay, Julie. Sorry, Noted. Julie. <laughs> no thought though. of. Yes, but it's not going to change. We're going to watch Mary Poppins and be like, oh, she's but, so wholesome. But to be fair, Mary Poppins is a little she's snippy. Cheeky. And yeah, cheeky is a good word for it. So I can, you know, I can wrap my head around mm-hmm. that, Julie. Okay. I'll get mm-hmm. on your, your wagon of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We should we should tell that line to Dan. Be like, see, Dan, she didn't want Mary Poppins to be wholesome. Yes, that's a good good thing to send to him. See, 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 Dan. See here, singing has never been particularly easy for me, which mm-hmm. I found interesting. Yeah, but there's there's one two to, down. I should have put it with it. As her mother said, I never sprang out of bed with a glad shout. My voice needed oiling, and then it took off. So her parents had, or her mom had to help her get Mm -hmm. to where she is with that perfect pitch and different things. So it was Mm -hmm. a lot, it wasn't one of those 
females who just rolled out of bed and can sing flawlessly mm-hmm. no problem gotcha. and that's probably why she ended up having to have surgery later on because mm-hmm. this wasn't just natural yeah she probably uh, really messed him up just mm-hmm. from this yeah yep she did say that she actually thought films are more on my level on stage i never felt quite enough oh wow she liked being more film than than broadway and musical i wonder they don't say it but i wonder if her parents forced her into stage well i mean she was talking about singing and doing all this stuff at a young age so where do you get the idea the push for that i mean a 10 year old is not sitting around like hey i mean for the most part Mm. yeah some are but Mm -hmm. some might not be yeah see here upon receiving the BAFTA award on October 7th 1989 I always forget what BAFTA is British I cannot help you out because I think we did this in another episode and I was like I can't remember the British Academy of Film and Television Arts that is a mouthful so BAFTA so her quote is I am first and always English and I carry my country in my heart wherever I go. I've tried to honor her and I have the funny feeling that perhaps tonight in some way I've managed to do just that. Oh. I'm like, oh, my heart is happy. That's I'm not so British, cute. but I'm so like mm-hmm. filled with happiness for her. So special. And then asked where she keeps her Oscar. <laughs> he stayed in the attic a long time i just didn't feel worthy when i got to know more about film i felt safe trotting him out that's so funny she's just like we're just gonna put you up here so i don't have to look at you all the time i don't think i'm worthy of you right now (laughs) oh julie yeah let's see here her next quote that i loved was i've learned things about myself through singing i used to have a certain dislike of the audience not Mm -hmm. as an individual people but as a giant group who was judging me yeah of course it wasn't really them judging me it was me judging me once I got past that fear it freed me up not just when I was performing but in other parts of my life okay cool yeah I can see that yeah talking about her husband Blake all love shifts and changes I don't know if you can be wholeheartedly in love all the time Blake and I have this wonderful arrangement that while one of us is working hard the other tries to be at home as much as possible and vice versa that's good. Oh, I Especially thought that was, yeah, I thought that was cool to see. There's a couple other actors that I know who do yeah, that. They alternate they, who works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. is a really healthy. And I think that's why those are the couples that normally are married the longest in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So the ones that issues. get divorced in Hollywood are the ones who are try- both trying to work at the same time because they don't want to lose their careers. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, I, I mean, I'm not married yet or I don't, I hate to <laughs> say yet because that makes me think it's going to happen soon. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. But I'm not married. And mm-hmm. just looking at it, I'm like, if I'm going to marry someone, I know I'm going to have to sacrifice yes. some of what I want for him. And he's going to have to do the same for me. So why mm-hmm. why, why get married if you're not going to do that? Well, that's a celebrity for you. So. Yeah, sure. Mm. Am I right? You're the married yes. one on this podcast. Am yes. I, am I off on it? That's exactly how it works. Sometimes okay. you, you got to <laughs> give and take. Yeah. But yeah. again, celebrities are not always the best at doing that being selfless certain celebrities yes not all like a lot of the celebrities i love actually are still married to this day yeah but like camel and julie and yeah they're yeah. definitely a good selection who are in the news frequently mm. we'll say that yeah 
<laughs> yeah, I think they just do it for drama. Mm-hmm. This is my absolute, absolute, absolute favorite quote from her. I oh wish I could gosh. hear her say this. I think it would be fantastic mm-hmm. to hear her say this. I agree. Sometimes I'm so sweet, even I can't stand it. That's hilarious, Julie Andrews. Oh, that's great. That's a great quote. She is, she's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I would love to meet her. I love how I, she's I, just like, I get on my own nerves. <laughs> I get on my own nerves. I'm so sweet, I can't stand it. Oh, anywho, on the 2015 celebrating uh, celebrations honoring Sound of Music and 65 from 65. So I think that's what is that? 50 years? Yeah, 50 years of Sound mm-hmm. of Music. She said, "This is a lovely moment to mark. I've been saying all saying it all along. It's like a very bad joke because surely it was only 30 years ago, not 50. I feel like I lost 20 somewhere along the way. A little thing called life got in the way." Mm. And I felt that was such a great quote because it's mm-hmm. like, yes, Julie. Yeah, yeah, we get that too. We, it's like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. We graduated only like 10 years ago, right? Not 20. Yeah. Like the nineties were like 20. <laughs> the nineties were definitely 10 years ago. I don't know where everybody else is at, but yeah, just so you know, it was 20. I don't want to talk about it because in my head, <laughs> actually 1990 was 30 years ago. <laughs> it really was because of how old we are. Yes. Yep. So. Yep. yep. But Anywho. in my mind, yes, it's not yeah. that long ago. Yeah. And then the last quote that I liked from, it was from 1973 when she said it. I suppose I have my off moments. I don't want to knock my sweet image. Why should I? It should have been very good for me. I love my work and to bring my personal problems on set would be stupid to say the least. Hmm. Okay. So she's probably just talking about making sure like how she works with people. Yeah, exactly. Which I can out. see. You want to yeah. get along and. Yeah. Stand up for yourself, but not be, you know, labeled Mm -hmm. as a problem. Mm, Like some people. Mm -hmm. Again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the background of our, of our Miss Dame Julie Andrews. That was nice. I just, I'm so excited to talk about like, I'm, I'm really excited to talk about Mary Poppins. Yes. It's like one of my all time favorite movies. And I'm interested to talk about like, like look into more of like the background of her performance in Princess Diaries and Princess right. Diaries too, just to see how they convinced her to sing mm-hmm. in the second one. Yeah. And I'm still jealous of this day with Raven Simone because she got to sing with Mary Poppins. I mean, Julie Andrews. Well, same thing. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> in our heads. I just want to like send a message to her on TikTok. Be like, can you just tell me again how it was to sing with Julie mm-hmm. Andrews? Because I like, huh. Yeah. If only you were Disney star at that time. Or at any time. At any time. Really. <laughs> to be able to ask. I'll take it now. Can I will I, just be I one this? of those random parents. Mm-hmm. I'm old enough. I could play a parent on, on a Disney Channel show now, right? Yeah, probably. I mm-hmm. have the mom. I have the mom face. So there you go. Yeah. I don't need to be on all the scenes. Just, and just, just a little bit. And just bring Julie Andrews in for that random one episode. That, that one really episode. makes no sense, but it's great. She's grandma. Mm-hmm. There you go. Or great grandma. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> There we go. Oh, goodness. What are you looking forward to this month? I don't know. Just all of it. Because it's stuff I almost can't believe we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> when we look at the grand scheme of our, our movie lists. Because back when we were 
<clears throat> teenagers, the Princess Diaries, they were a big deal and I loved them and I loved the character, not just Julie Andrews, who's our big focus this month, but just like you said, Anne Hathaway is just awesome. Mm-hmm. And Mandy Moore is in the movie. Like, it's just, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, to see her, yeah, the first one, to see her in there as an actress because you know up until that point i was just like like she's done stuff obviously but yeah I more, more was thinking of her as a singer and then you know now basically she does both which did, when did when did walk to i remember come out i can't remember if it was before or after i'm the, looking it's around 20, my, 2002 so so this so princess diaries is her first it was the first okay first and then yeah. walk to remember yeah after walk to remember i guess it was more like oh okay so she's an actress too gotcha but when she was in this you know it really was like she's a singer what is she doing but i i liked her she was so rude in the movie mm-hmm. she did oh my gosh job. she did a good job so it'll be fun to see like I those hated her in that too. movie yeah right and that's like, what she that we were supposed to hate her exactly that's when she did a good job so it's mm-hmm. gonna be fun to just have that nostalgia too mm-hmm. in addition to the love of julie Andrews and all that that's gonna be yeah. a lot of fun to to harp on too all right because we get to see because princess series 2 is chris pine's Yes, intro into forgot, yeah, our lives and I'm new mm-hmm. well and I had a huge crush on him when that movie came out and like when he started coming out on like Star Trek and some of these other movies all these girls all of a sudden are like jumping on the Chris Pine bandwagon I'm like mm-hmm. dudes I thought he was amazing before he became popular yeah like, back off where have you been <laughs> where have you been yeah come on now apparently there's an interview I know we're going to talk about it more when we get there but there's an interview where Chris Pine like Anna had to teach him how to flirt he was doing a really poor job of flirting on the movie. <laughs> he probably so does cute. now, but like, I mean, well, yeah, now he's like a grown up, grown up. But he started, he so did cute. not flirt. Oh, that's yeah. gonna be so much fun. It is. We're gonna have a blast with talking about Mary Poppins and yeah. and Princess Diaries, and then we're gonna have a blast talking about D twenty three. I'm interested to see what's coming out. Mm. Apparently, during Comic Con san diego they had a bunch of announcements they had a bunch of announcements for star wars which we already kind of went over a lot of those and marvel they also yep that's what i was gonna say they also had a bunch of announcements on marvel we don't care well i don't care yeah about we, marvel. i know all about the marvel announcements <laughs> yeah i, I you could probably do a tiktok or something if you wanted to review those or if we can we can always yeah. review them on the d23 episode yeah just, just whatever's been announced. what's Mar- what's happening with marvel mm-hmm yeah so we'll see what much i'm the, just i'm done with superheroes <laughs> i'm curious the d23 to see what's going to come for parks and anything we don't know about yet because there's yes. always a lot some big park thing usually how much you want to bet that tron is going to be pushed back like another year I'm like so we're still behind <laughs> <laughs> apparently there's there's some new walls or something i think that just went up i think i just saw that the other day okay but I don't, I don't know. know what that means for anything related to the Tron. I don't know. At this point, I'm just waiting for the train to reopen. So yeah, maybe by the time this airs, it'll be up. We'll see. Hopefully. And our <laughs> friend who we interviewed last week, Miss Hope, she's going mm-hmm. next month. So hopefully the train's up and running for her. I hope so. I know it's tricky this time when there's lots of construction at Disney. Sometimes it's tricky to find what you want to recommend because you're like, well, this is open then you should definitely do it. But yeah. since, you know, Disney is 
behind on everything and we don't really know what's going on well and i just i feel bad for her because she's gonna have to go around all the epcot walls and she's not going to be able to experience real epcot yeah it's not the same right now it's not that whole big awkward circle yeah it feels so bad but it is better than it was a year ago so at least true well I haven't been there in almost a year, so good. Well, I mean, you know, they got the new cafe open and they had the store oh, had yeah. opened, which you've been to, but uh-huh. things like that were not open. They still had that little like dinky mouse gear, which was, mm-hmm. it was fine for what it was, but it was not the same as a no. full store like yeah. it is now. Yeah, I miss Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in a little while because it's hot. Yeah, it's summer. Why would you go in the summer? Exactly. I don't want to melt, so I don't go. By this point, it should start somewhat cooling down for yep. you guys. Not now much. I'll start but... looking for park reservations again, especially to go Both check out the need food to and look wine. In October, because mm-hmm. you love the October Disney. They already got all the Halloween stuff up at the Magic Kingdom. You're so. kidding me. Well, the... in real time, it's August. In real time, the parties are about to start, so they've You're already kidding me. they're putting up the pumpkins and yeah, you know Disney. They start those parties in August for the Halloween. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm glad they they brought back the not so scary Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But yeah. they brought that all back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else we need to discuss before we move on? I don't think so. To, okay. Yeah. Well, Pixie Dusters, thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on all our social media. Yes. Facebook. Yes. Instagram and TikTok. Yep. All of them are at Pixie Dust Twin Podcast as the handle. Yep. Sammy, what else can they do? Go to our website again, limitlessbroadcasting.com. We have a Patreon account. Any donations are always appreciated. So check that out, please. And thank you. Yes. And we will see you next week mm-hmm. to talk about <sighs> Mary Poppins. So excited. Unless next week is D23. And then we'll talk to you in two weeks. I think it's Mary Poppins, but we'll let you know. Yeah, don't take our word for it. We'll just see you next week for whatever we're talking about. You'll know when you listen to the episode. How about that? And read the description. (laughs) Yeah. Bye, Pixie Dusters. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon. It's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts. From Apple Podcasts to Spotify, check us out today.